friends. You're listening to the Type B Podcast. Uh, this is Jenny. Um, just Jenny. Only Jenny. Emily's not here. Uh, I'm recording this little intro because we have two kind of mini conversations that I wanted to give to you. And we were going to record some more stuff to kind of round out a whole episode, but it's a crazy busy week and so we just didn't have time to meet. So I'm just going to publish them. They don't really go together, but one conversation is about eating seasonally and since it's fall or kind of like the end of summer and moving into fall, I just wanted to get that out now. And then another is a story of how I tried to change my sleep habits and disastrously failed instantly. So, I hope you enjoy these conversations. I broke my toe. Um, okay. So, how did you break your toe? <laughs> okay, so, what happened Which, wait, was... wait, wait. First things first, which mm-hmm. toe? The one right next to my pinky toe on my left leg, left foot. Okay. So, okay. I, this all started because I was trying to do something to better my situation in life and as usually it just flew up in my face almost immediately oh no so i um i had read about this study that they they did on people who were considered night owls meaning they sleep from usually the hours of like 2 a.m to 10 a.m which is almost okay. exactly when i sleep yeah it's like that's crazy yeah so i yeah. never knew that that was considered a thing a night owl yeah yeah but it's like a oh. it's a pop a population of people who that's mm. kind of like when they prefer to sleep or like people yeah <laughs> and that's like no matter how hard i try my body just naturally always falls into that cycle mm. of sleeping at 2 a.m and waking up at like 10 a.m which obviously does mm. not work out and that this whole article was talking about the study and it was saying like the people who are night owls like it's fine for their body but it's not fine because socially you know, the world just requires you to wake up sometimes. Earlier and, than 10 a.m. Yeah. <laughs> right. So if you're, a, if you're a lark, which is the opposite of a night owl, you know, oh. your schedule is totally fine for your life. You know, like you wake up at 5 a.m. and the life doesn't even start happening until like 7.30 or 8 or right. like around 9. But You've got all this time. Yeah. But if you're a person who wakes up at 10 and you're constantly having to try to mm-hmm. make yourself wake up at 7.30, which I have mm-hmm. to do a few times a week just really annoying. <laughs> I'm like, why can't everything just start later? Right. Um, Get on my page, And people. so, so, but then I've always heard, like, if you're a night owl or if you're a night person, you can't make yourself become a morning person. It's just how your body is. Mm, and um, I've always desperately wanted that to not be true because I do love mornings. I love waking up yeah. before the sun. It's such a beautiful time of day. And also just, yeah, life would be easier. Like, I would right. probably not be so tired all the time if I didn't have to wake up early and then come home and be tired all night and then <laughs> right. somehow still not be able to fall asleep early, even though I've been tired all day and sleep deprived. Still not be able to fall asleep until 2 a.m. Anyway, I'm just complaining now. But, uh, so anyway, so I read this study and they said that um, these people actually were able to change their circadian rhythm, their, mm. like, biological internal clock. Oh. Um, by going to bed, and they kind of, they didn't really get that into the study, they just outlined a few things they did, was that um, for, for three weeks straight, they woke up two hours earlier than they normally do, they went to bed two hours normally, or two hours earlier than they normally do, and um, just a few other things, like they ate, always ate lunch at the same time every day, and they never mm-hmm. ate dinner past 7.30 at night. And they always ate breakfast immediately upon waking up because your mm. 
your food clock, your eating clock is sort of con- connected to your sleep clock. Oh, so they say like if you want to if you want to correct jet lag, mm-hmm. you're, you're traveling and you want to correct jet lag really mm-hmm. quickly, then you should fast. Oh. Uh, or stop eating around like 7 p.m. whatever, you know, the time whatever country you're in. Stop eating at 7 p.m. and that'll kind of like recalibrate your clock more quickly. Oh, so that so that was part of it. And then there were a few other things like, you know, no screens after a certain time and blah 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 or mm. and trying to get natural light as soon as you wake up cuz that kind of um start, you know, your body starts releasing, releasing serotonin so that you're whatever. Mm. So I was like, yeah, I'm going to I was all motivated. I was like, mm-hmm. I'm going to do this. I am going to become a morning person finally. At the age of 35 for the first time in my life. <laughs> I'm going to really make it happen. And uh, so I went to bed super early for me, which was probably about 11.30-ish. And wow, I that took... that is not... Okay. That is not early. That's not early? That's oh, I feel like that's so early. That's <laughs> so crazy. I, it, yeah, it feels really early to me. But uh, <laughs> I was telling someone about this this week and they're like, what do you do at night? Like, do you just, like, read all night? And I was like, I don't know, yeah, my routine, my nightly routine is just very long. Like, I, I mean, I watch TV probably until, like, uh, 11-ish. Meander through the house. And then I, yeah, then I kind of, like, pick up the house, get things ready for the next day. Then I have my whole, like, skincare routine that I do and, you know, my, my bedtime routine, getting dressed, getting the bedroom ready. And then I have this whole, me and Adam have this whole routine with our cats, our three cats. Like, they all oh, need yeah. a very specific bedtime routine, <laughs> almost like they are human children. <laughs> and they expect it. And they're just, and it's like, it, they're such creatures of routine that it's like, no, no, the treats are first and then the catnip. And then we play with the string, and then we play with the laser. I and, will not do this yeah. out of order. <laughs> yeah, like, you literally can't do it out of order. And it takes a long time, and they're very needy. <laughs> so we do that whole routine, and then I get into bed, and then I read for, like, an hour. And then I turn out the lights, and then I still lay there for, like, a half hour <laughs> before I even am able to fall asleep. Right. And, yeah, so anyway, my, I guess my routine does take a long time. But So this night, I was like, all right, I'm going to take some sleepy time tea. My mom told me about this tea. It's a sleepy time extra. It's got Ooh. valerian in it, like valerian root, hmm. which uh, I don't think is uh, maybe something I should have after this oh experiment. Gosh. Oh no, <laughs> it did not. I forgot. I forgot about where this started. Yeah. Where it's gonna end. Okay, so, <laughs> oh so I took some sleepy time tea. Miraculously, I was able to fall asleep two hours earlier. I didn't sleep very deeply that night. I kind of woke up a lot throughout the night, but it felt like a decent night's sleep. And I had my alarm. Oh, so this is the main, one of the main points of the story. I set my alarm clock, my phone that is, on the other side of the room. Because I was thinking, you know, like when the alarm goes off, it's, I'm just going to hit snooze and roll back over and go to right. sleep. And just probably hit snooze for a whole two hours. Right. So I'm going to set it across the room I'm gonna, so I will get up and go turn it off. So anyway, my alarm clock goes off at 7.30 in the morning. And I was so confused and disoriented <laughs> by this that I just immediately, without, I just bolted upright out of bed, flew off the covers, jumped out of bed, feet for like feet landed on the ground. Didn't realize that my left leg had completely fallen asleep. Like it was completely numb, so oh like I couldn't even feel it. So when I hit the floor, it just <gasps> crumpled underneath oh, me. <laughs> 
like, was still very disoriented. I had no idea what was going on, but I knew that I broke my toe because I just felt it. So I felt it. And then I had to, like, I mean, I know this looked probably so comical. I wish I I could have seen this. And Adam wasn't home, and I wish he would have been because I wish he would have seen, like, what I looked like. Because then I had to, like, pick my leg up and, like, swing it out in front of me because I still couldn't feel it or move it on its own. Oh, my God. And my one little toe was, like, completely bent the opposite way. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Like... You know, with broken toes, you can't do anything except snap it back into place. Oh and like, Did you have to do that? Yes. Oh! <laughs> and then, and then you're supposed to tape it up because you can't put a cast on or anything. You're supposed right. to tape it to the toe next to it. Okay. So that's what I was thinking. So in my still delirious state, oh the gosh. alarm clock is still going off, by the way, <laughs> as this is happening. Alarm clock is still going off. I'm still semi-confused about why I'm on the floor, but I know that my toe is broken. And so, and I know that the thing to do next is to crawl to the bathroom, get some tape, and tape it up. And so, as I'm, I'm basically have crawled to the bathroom, I started blacking out from the pain. Oh my I started gosh. getting like tunnel vision. My arms and legs and my lips were going numb. Have, oh you, ever, my have gosh. you ever had this? No. Okay. This happens to me sometimes. It's happened sometimes. Happens sometimes. (laughs) Actually, happens sometimes when I get cramps, which I don't think is normal or healthy. (laughs) But um, it only happens like once or twice ish a year. But it is always very scary, and I'm always like, man, I am dying. I'm currently dying right now. This like everything is just going to like a little pinprick. The darkness is closing in. So literally, that was happening. My arms and legs like are going numb. I start sweating. I'm sweating. I'm, like, so hot. So I start taking off all my clothes, and then I just lay down on the bathroom floor. Like, the filthy but cold bathroom tile. Just lay my cheek down right on it and just try to, like, breathe and calm down. And then I either passed out or fell back asleep. Oh, my gosh. And when I woke up, I was covered in sweat. I was soaking in sweat. Oh, my gosh. And I looked in the mirror, and I was, like, chalk white. I looked like I was dying. Oh, my gosh. And my my alarm clock's still going in the other room. (laughs) My alarm clock is still my toe is still broken i still am... it's mocking you <laughs> i'm still very confused it's about what's happening at this point i'm like okay yeah my leg was asleep my leg was like that's why i fell and so like i taped my toe up and i kind of hobbled back to my room and turned off the alarm and i like was still like very shaky and disoriented and sweaty and i went downstairs and made myself coffee and anyway that's the story so oh that's the story oh so like so then i went to the I went to urgent care the next day and I apparently didn't, there's no, they did an x-ray. There's not a fracture, but there was like some crumbled up bone. Oh my God. (laughs) There's some bone fragments. So I think what happened was I dislocated my toe so violently that it like (laughs) scraped off some chunks of some little bits of toe bone. Oh yeah. So now I have to go to the orthopedic surgeon. Oh my God. Because I tried to correct (laughs) My sleep schedule. What is the moral of the story, Jenny? <laughs> the moral of the story is that life is not fair to me or people like me who just want to sleep the way our body is asking us to sleep. Please do not ever make me wake up at 7.30. My body wants to sleep until 10. Do not ask me to do anything before noon. Ever. Thank you, the end. Okay. Good night. <laughs> So there's one more thing that I didn't do this summer <laughs> that probably affected my summer the most, oh. which was that 
my eating habits completely went out the window. I didn't oh, eat yeah, mine too. seasonally. So when I was back in the, the winter, I was eating really well. Not, not like I was eating super, super healthy, but I just felt like I was enjoying, you know, the seasonal produce, the root vegetables of winter, you know, sweet mm-hmm. potatoes and squash and yeah. Brussels sprouts and all those things. And, mm-hmm. um, I was really enjoying food you know like I like to do mm-hmm. and then uh spring came and I was I think I even talked about this one one episode how I was making all these salads and they were really good but they were full of you know broccoli and beets and things like that and then I would try to eat that you know it was like in the early spring months and trying to eat a salad with beets and broccoli it, mm-hmm. it just feels like such a hearty like a winter food mm. that I just wasn't into it and I didn't really it didn't register why I wasn't enjoying this food and I mean, the reason is because it, it's sort of like, I like to eat seasonally. I like to eat, you know, when you're, when, you, when the warmer months happen, you naturally kind of want to eat a little bit lighter. Yeah. You want to eat the things that are kind of Just want to eat watermelon. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Peaches, tomatoes. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, cause I remember one time, um, during the, we, there was this one summer where me and Adam made fish tacos almost every single night. Mm, I was obsessed with them. Yeah. And then when fall came, you know, he made me a dinner of fish tacos and you were like, like, this oh, does this not taste good. Why? And it's because <laughs> yeah. it was getting cool out. And I wanted yeah. something like, I wanted like chili or something. Yeah, And right. so I just, eating seasonally to me is so important. And I didn't even fully realize it until mm. the summer. Because I missed asparagus season, which I love asparagus. Oh, we actually have some growing on our property, which we did not harvest at all. And uh, and so so spring and summer came and all my default when I don't know what to eat, is just nachos. It was like a <laughs> plate true. of tortilla. You do talk chips. about eating nachos a lot. Literally every <laughs> night. Uh, so just, and if not nachos, like um, pizza or fries with cheese on. Basically, starch plus cheese equals dinner. Right. And it's in it. It's fine for a while. And there's nothing wrong with eating that way. But if you eat that way so often. It starts to feel terrible, and it kind of affects yeah. your energy, and it, uh, and just yeah. your outlook on life. And so my entire summer, I was just like, why? I just don't feel like doing anything except canoeing. <laughs> I just didn't, you know, we didn't ever really, we didn't grill out, which we love doing. Uh, I did take advantage of strawberry season. That I made a few strawberry desserts that were really good, but I it didn't hit me until the end of summer that I had not enjoyed any summer produce. And finally now, so we're in tomato season. Mm. Tomato season is my life. It's what I <laughs> live for. It's what I wake up every day for. Every Whoa. day of the calendar year, I wake up wishing it was tomato season. I love fresh ripe tomatoes so mm. much. The, the ones you get in the store in the winter are not good. Don't no. ever eat those. If you think that you're not a tomato person, it's probably because you've never had like a farm stand tomato mm-hmm. in peak ripeness. Yeah. And I will eat them just sliced up with salt and pepper mm-hmm. and they're so good. And so, okay, so this kind of, I guess this transitions into like a thing I did this week. Mm-hmm. So I heard about the, I think I just randomly found a page on the internet with this woman who, it was a blog post that she wrote, it was actually several years old, but she is French. She grew up in France. And she now lives in Los Angeles with her son, her small son. And <laughs> his small, tiny. He is minuscule. Very important that you know that. <laughs> so she's, she's raising him to eat like the French way of eating, which is apparently a thing that I never knew about. I mean, I kind of knew the French. I've always heard things about, you know, there's this book called French Women Don't Get Fat. 
and it's all about how the French eat differently than Americans. Mm. Which I just assume, what do you just like eat croissants every day? And, yeah. Uh, whatever, I don't care. But apparently, <laughs> they uh, the French will eat a four course dinner, and they they like to take a lot of time. So this is not something you would do on the go. Mm. So I was reading this woman's blog post about how she does this four course meal in America. She still does it, you know, with her son. And it was so intriguing, and it was it, it actually seemed very simple. I know four courses for dinner sounds like... Like, what would she do? So, okay, so traditionally, the four courses go... The first course is a vegetable. Okay. The second course is the main course, which is a protein and a starch. Okay. So, like, a meat and potatoes okay. or chicken and rice okay. dish. And any variety, you know, there's a million variables of okay. that. Um, and so the first course, the vegetable course, could be a pureed soup... It could be how I was just saying I like to eat sliced tomatoes with salt oh, and pepper. Yeah. It could be more elaborate if you want it to be. Hmm, but the way she was explaining it is sometimes it's just raw vegetables and dip. So okay. hummus and vegetables, you know. Right. And then the third course, which this is very strange for Americans, the third course is a salad. Because we usually eat our salads first. Yeah, right. But, and their salad is simple. It's just fresh greens. Mm-hmm. Um, so like butter, lettuce, really good tasting greens. And they're just dressed very simply with a vinaigrette. So oil and vinegar or lemon and vinegar and salt and pepper. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, to and me that no, sounds... nothing on it? Not, no, not really. Wow. So to me that sounds amazing because I love fresh greens. But, and making a salad always seems way too complicated. It's like, yeah. I don't want to have to chop up stuff. Right, and blah, blah, blah. yeah. But if, I mean, just hmm. the idea of tossing fresh greens with a vinaigrette that you yeah, make. Yeah, right. right. And then the third course is either cheese or dessert. Mm. And, and the, could get behind that. Yeah. <laughs> I love me some cheese. And it would probably be better to eat it at the end of the meal right. rather than the beginning. Because I, I would probably just cheese. fill up on cheese. Yeah. And, uh, and she also said a lot of times for dessert, they don't have sweets. They'll just eat fruit. Oh, Or nice. like some yogurt with some jam or something right. like that. Oh, so, um... That sounds amazing. I know, that doesn't really it? Nice. The only I'm trying to picture doing that with a child, and I cannot imagine. Well, okay, <laughs> I don't understand. So I've only tried it with, <laughs> yeah. And I will just preface by saying I only it's just me and my husband. So oh, right. our dinners yeah. are not that stressful. Um, but to me, I think it's very stressful. the The thing that's hard about making dinner is when you think about having to have everything done at the same time. Yeah. So it's like I have to yes. have the vegetable side right. ready at the same time as the meat, and then the yeah. salad has to be ready before the meal. And so she was saying their dinners, since it's four courses, they take a while. Mm, and this is like right. hours. So, so they'll start out. And here's another thing about the first course with the vegetable course. I usually realize around 5 p.m. that I'm absolutely starving and I have <laughs> no. made zero dinner plans yet. And that's when I'm usually just like nachos. I'm just right. going to make nachos. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so she was saying, you know, the first course, vegetable course, is just kind of to, like, appease your appetite. So mm-hmm. she'll put out for her kid um, just oh. some raw vegetables and dip. And they'll kind of just all Amazing. snack on that together around, okay. like, in the kitchen. Oh, you know? interesting. Or, okay. and, and so I tried yeah. that this week, and I actually made uh, gazpacho because I, again, tomatoes, mm-hmm. live for them. I right. love gazpacho, which, mm-hmm. if you don't know, it's just, like, a chilled tomato soup with cucumbers and peppers and tomato. It's so, so good. And uh, so I would just eat, like, a small bowl of gazpacho, which mm-hmm. is probably, you know, it's not that filling, but it's enough to satiate you so that you're not ravenous. Right. And, and so then it kind of gives you the energy to then make the second course, which is, you know, meat and potatoes or whatever. 
And so we would usually do, um, we like to cook like sausages and cabbage or something like that, or I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, chicken, so you're chicken cooking, and rice. So while you're all like munching on the veggies, then you're, you're getting, cooking like that you're part. You're the main course together. Okay. Yeah. And then the salad is pretty easy to throw together, so it's not like... And so you do that after you eat the main course. And apparently right. the, the French say that this small salad of just leaves and vinaigrette, mm-hmm. it actually helps you digest your food. Ah, that makes sense. So that's why they eat the salad right. after the main course. Oh, and so then, so then you're kind of done, and then whenever you feel like it, it could be immediately after, it could be a little bit later, mm-hmm. you will have right. some fruit. And so for us, that kind of looked so like nice. just a peach, because it was peach season. I recently. was thinking peaches. So In my head, I was picturing Slice up some peaches, or slice like... up some watermelon, mm-hmm. or I really like cheese, so I would just, and I get like the fancy cheese, mm-hmm. the really expensive cheese counter. Right. And, but again, you don't want to eat a ton of it. So, you know, you just right. eat like a little cube, few yeah. little slices of nice cheese, and the right. fat kind of helps you feel full. Mm-hmm. And then you're done, and that's your meal. And so, I don't know how this would work with kids. It worked really great for me, especially just me cooking by myself and mm-hmm. not feeling like I have to well, have everything done at the same time. Explaining it like that sounds doable. Yeah. That makes more sense than like, that yeah. makes more sense than sitting at the table. Yeah. And having to, okay, finish this before we move on to that. But that... It's leisurely. Yeah. It's leisurely paced. Right. And so... I like that. It helps me eat seasonally because a lot of times you get all this produce from your neighbors or from your own garden mm-hmm. or you're just, you know, I always think like tomato season, I get so many tomatoes and I don't know what to do with them. Yeah. And so this kind of right. helped me. Um, like there was one day where I just mixed up... I mixed up a vinaigrette, poured it on the tomatoes. I, you know, tore up some basil leaves, mm. crushed up some pistachios and sprinkled that on. Oh, and it was just like a little tomato salad. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, we had the gazpacho. And then there were some days where I would just eat like a, a little caprese salad mm-hmm. or whatever. You know, I made a ton of tomato dishes. And then, yeah. So the, the, and then the fourth course was just fruit, peaches, whatever was fresh, whatever we had. Yeah. It was so good. All right. You've inspired me. Yes. I mean, it helps me. It helped me get back on track. Yeah. I, I think that's going to help me too because I've been in a really terrible rut and yeah. feeling really physically awful. So yeah. I think that's really, that sounds doable and that sounds fun. And I feel like that would be good for our kids now that, yeah. that I hear it like that. I'm like, okay, that sounds. Yeah. Yeah.